That's a peach, man. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. Oh, Mikel coming in hot. I was telling Purcell after your 11-hour round of golf, your <laughs> wife might have put the kibosh on you being on the podcast. She, funny enough, I came walking in here, and she goes, what are you doing? I said, and I told her, she goes, oh, so 11 hours yesterday wasn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> I need another three hours to that. talk about it, honey. <laughs> That's when you look at her and say, look, do you really even want to be around me right now? Exactly. Well, I came home, I rushed home, went to the store, cooked her dinner, you know, making up for it as I can. So you made her dinner tonight? I did. So, I mean, really, how could she be upset? Yeah, what, what more does she want? <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, that. counting all the other times you've made her dinner this year, that's, that makes one. Yeah, so <laughs> what are you going to do? All right, let's get this thing started. I don't know who else is jumping on here. We may see people, we may not, but that's okay. It's been a long break. We have two tournaments. Okay, maybe one and a half. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We have the, the Battle of the Boys at the Creek, the par three at La Fortune. And look, it's been so damn long. We actually have a season champion. It could be Joe. It could be Jason. We know they're in the lead. They're tied in the lead going into the last time we had a podcast. But who is the winner? Well, it really doesn't matter because both of them are asshats. So with that, we're going to get into a little bit and find out who we got on the pod with us today. Uh, we got Joe. Asshat number one. <laughs> Let's see here. Where is Jason? Asshat number two. Oh, oh, what? M-I-A. <laughs> I heard he spent the day in the fetal position. <laughs> he went hard after the championship round yesterday. Uh <laughs> But who we do have on is Mikel. How's it going, fellas? Uh, looking for uh, any advice on divorce attorneys, if you guys know any. Uh, <laughs> 11 hours. That's your new name. Yeah, 11 hours at the course apparently was not met with. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll just, I better not say too much. It could be used against me in court of law. So. Your wife's never listened to this podcast before, but man, she's pulling it up now. Oh, this time, I guarantee this time she will. <laughs> All right, but before we get into it, we got a little bit of a little bit of backlog of some stuff to happen in the wild world of golf. I want to hit on. Uh, I want to get you guys' first impressions. U.S. Open, Maddie Fitz, Matt Fitzpatrick wins the U.S. Open. What's your guys' first thoughts on that? There's still golf being played. I had forgotten that he won, but yeah, yeah it, was, it was good it's to been watch. A minute, yeah. I thought. Yeah. I mean, actually, I was going to ask: Have you guys actually watched any of the LIV stuff? That's what I'm no. curious about. No. I, I watched Go. the first day that it was on. I tried to watch the second one, and all of a sudden it starts popping up, and won't, it's like a subscribe button, like a like a 12-year-old girl's running this, this site because I'm watching on mm. YouTube. And then all of a sudden it's like forcing me to go to their, their website, and I decided, well, if I have to go log in with the Saudis to watch golf, I'm out. We're not going to do it, yeah. I don't know that I'm going to watch it. I, I don't know that I'm going to avoid it either, but – you know, we you asked about the U.S. Open. I watched maybe 30 minutes of that coverage. Yeah. I just, uh, as it turns out, I spent a lot of time at the course, so I don't have a lot of viewing time. But uh, <laughs> well, that's what that that's what that work time's for. No, <laughs> I've barely been there the last few weeks either. <laughs> yeah. So, 
you know, you talk about live, there have been, there's some fight back from the PGA. They finally put together some money, put something to try to make guys happy, nothing to, to compete with the amount of money that the Saudis are throwing on it. But there's been a lot going back and forth there, but that did lead that, you know, everybody got to play in this last tournament, the Scottish open and the U the, I'm sorry, the open championship, the British open, which do you guys call it the open championship or do you call it the British open? I still say British Open. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of there. I mean, I'm kind of interchangeable with this. Well, I mean, I, I know it's the original. I, I, I get it. But, you know, on this side of the pond, British Open. It's just the British Open. I, I'm kind of with you. I, I can't I can't seem to – I have to catch myself continually. And the truth is I don't care enough to catch it because I don't know that anybody around me cares. Right. If they wanted to determine what we called it, they should have fought harder. Yeah. <laughs> but this one is at the old course at the home of golf what's you guys' thoughts on that one i think this is a big tournament i'm i'm excited about oh i'll I'll actually watch a lot of this one i i really enjoy the coverage getting up four o'clock in the morning whatever time it comes on and uh, yeah i'll watch especially at st andrews to me that's a big deal yeah i would agree that's that i mean it's good when it's at St. Andrews, it's it's kind of like the Masters, you know. Mm-hmm. You've seen it enough to know a little bit about it, and it's just fun to watch and see how people play it. Yeah. And it's so different the way they have to play it, you know. It's not something you get to see much of. No, it's it, it really is. And I, I've got a special affinity for it because I, ha- I have got to play there a couple times on a trip. It's one of my bucket lists that actually came true, <laughs> got to do that. And I watched golf cha- – uh, uh, golf digest did a little, uh, uh, little, little kind of video thing to take you through each one of the holes. And it's amazing. Cause I've, you know, I've seen it, I've played tiger woods golf around it, but to go through that again, I can kind of remember. And, and they talk through how the bunkering on there is so just demands so much. Yeah. They don't look like a lot of fun. No. The, uh, you know, I think, at St. Andrews, I would say Lonnie Fields or Robert Potts might actually be able to win the Claret Jug. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're, they're putting off the green skills. <laughs> I mean, they could play that with a seven iron and a putter and probably <laughs> be on the leaderboard. Yeah. <laughs> Potts does have that Texas wedge down pretty good. Yep. I mean, it is a course that's made that the problem is it is made for somebody that can hook the ball. Because you can play the left all you want. You just can't go right. Well, I hope to experience that one day soon. I, I think so. I mean, I think we're we're right there on the preposite. Prepices? 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 Prep, yeah, that, that's what I said. The, so uh, is, that, uh, is that the SMGL retreat next year? That, I think so. I think we're, we should start working on that for their, our championship weekend. Sponsored by the Seacat Law Firm. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. But, um, yeah, I think it, I think a trip over there would be great. But I, I really am. I'm excited about it. I like the way they have to play. I, I think I agree that not only have to, to putt, but, like, they're saying right now, I was watching video, they're, they're, like, you can slam a club into the ground right now, and it bounces. It's about as hard as it is here in Oklahoma. And that makes you play a different way. 
You know, with all the rain we had this year, it really is baked right now. <laughs> oh, you barely get a tea in the ground. Yeah. The they need to leave little wooden mallets out there or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw something that said we are, we're, we're closing in on dust bowl uh, levels. Really? And think of how, how much rain we got in the spring. Uh, yeah, we were like a foot above normal almost. Right. Yeah. I don't know. And we got two weeks of 100 degrees coming at us, so it's going to get dicey. And that's our prime practice time for old Kinderhook. Which that's true. It, okay, now now I'll let you guys kind of dictate where we go here. We can do kind of some quick summations of the last three tournaments, or we can save that a little bit and go into. Uh, some of this formatting stuff that you guys have put forward on for the old Kinderhook. I said, let the past die. Let's move forward. <laughs> <laughs> Joe would probably like to relive the, the past a little. Oh yeah. I, I forgot about that. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm good. All right. Let's, we celebrated let's... him late into the night last night. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Just ask my wife. <laughs> Uh, well, all right. So, so I think what I want to do, let, let's go with the Kinder Hook, and then we're gonna we're gonna revisit just briefly each one of the tournaments we went through here to lead up to the championship. But we got a couple things we want to get through real quick. Um, first off, has to do with uh, Kinder Hook. So, Kinder Hook, we have how many guys going? Sixteen. 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 So it has been, um, I, I mean, decided on how the two teams of the Ryder Cup format will be split up, um, apparently. Yeah, so I was informed. I, I, guess, I think Chuck and Potts made the call, didn't they? Yeah, this was actually Potts' baby. He, he okay. told me about it at work the other day. And okay. uh, it, it just kind of tailor-made itself. We've got yeah. 16 guys going, eight of which uh, attended – uh, some of us for not very long before the grades got us, but eight of us attended the University of Oklahoma and eight of us uh, are another college in the state. Uh, so it's Bedlam at old, old Kinderhook, right? All right. So we're, we're going with the Bedlam theme. And, and what I want, I want to go down the leaderboard real quick and let's, let's look at based on handicap where the teams shake out. Okay. All right. So uh, the lowest handicap in our in our league is Joe. Joe Gilbert. Joe Sooner. Joe's wearing red. And then we, then we got our own Mikel, second second highest handicap. Boomer Sooner. Another Sooner. All right, third and fourth are Scott and Carrie, and they're they're no shows. They're scratched this year. Carrie's not going. Nope, Carrie's not going this year because he he played. Oh, he's Pebble. in Vegas. That's he right. played Babel in Vegas, and he feels bad. Mm. That's right. He's a good husband, unlike somebody who stay at the course <laughs> for 11 hours. <laughs> now, I, I wouldn't have the course for 11 hours. So. <laughs> That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> Especially at 100-degree heat, that would just be insane. <laughs> then then yeah. we roll into our highest uh, poke, and that would be me. Then we got Phillips. Back to the Sooners. Back to Sooner. Phipps. Sooner. Chuck. Oops. Oh, so we're, we're four to two now. Seacat. Boomer Sooner. 
All right, now Schultz. Shit, man, we are top. I didn't realize we, this thing's top loaded. That's, <laughs> <center>. <laughs> that's why that's why i don't like pots negotiating for me because <laughs> because it's about two to one we finally getting down to warren guy warren now now we start getting orange i think your lowest ranked guy is johnson pots oh pots, pots. sorry i forgot we're, we're- and we're throwing pots at you every round. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, pots in his negotiation skills. Or maybe it's more Chuck that I need to be be worried about. And I'm seeing a lot of a lot of a lot of low handicaps, a lot of good players on your side. I think you can throw these handicaps out the window at Kinderhook, though. Absolutely. You think so? Yeah. We'll be on a three-day bender. And, and it's a lot different than the courses we've got our handicaps based on. Yeah. I mean, I like this course we're playing. We played it last year. It's a little tighter. It does play against my spray and pray, spray and pray guys, mm-hmm. which which I've got a few of them. That's my, that's my Lonnie's and my uh, – Yeah, let's see. Mike Warren's a straight hitter. Guy McKinn depends on the day. Kyle Warren can spray a ball. Chambers can spray a ball. Fuller can spray a ball. Better hope they cut that rough down. <laughs> Our team's not even taking drivers. <laughs> you guys are just just hitting irons off the tee. I love it. Yeah. No. Strategy. And so what are the format we're going to play? Or- so as I understand it, we're going to play uh, best ball. Okay. First, the, the first nine on Friday. Then we're going to play a shamble the second nine on Friday. All right. And on Saturday is uh, – um, Match play? match play format, and you just you play the two people in your foursome. Okay, the, the, a point and a nine hole match. You do want it, and then you flip it. Yeah. All right. That's pretty good. So we got what we get rid of from last year. We had an alternate, alternate shot. shot, the alternate shot, the which thing? was one of my favorites because it just drove it's really fun. Nuts. I know it, it's really fun, but if something's got to go, I guess that that would probably be it. yeah. I think most people were less in um, less excited about the the alternate shot. I don't mind doing it at South Lakes, but I don't want to drive oh, five point. hours and only get <laughs> half the shots on nine holes. Good point. Yeah, it that is a good point. So, so what is, are, are you guys going to play Thursday? Oh, I know Joe's not because we already talked about it. Sean, are you yeah. going to go up and play Thursday? No, I'm I'm driving up Monday morning. Or not Monday, sorry. <laughs> wow. <Not late. laughs> I'm, I'm prepping for four days. It's it's like any other tournament. No, uh, I'm driving up Friday morning. Oh, okay. I don't Which, think there's any way I could pull that off. Is it a four-hour drive? Yeah. Yeah, my back would not love that situation. 
I figure I'll do the emergency 18 on Saturday, depending on how I feel and how hot it is. Yeah, I told I'm a game time decision on that deal. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I can't do three days in a row up there. I don't think that'd be a lot. Actually, I'm not a game time decision. I called up there today and booked a massage appointment for three <laughs> o'clock Saturday afternoon. So I'll be sitting <laughs> in the air conditioning while everybody's out there sweating their asses off. You're, you're taking it to the pool. You're going to go hit, hit a massage, hit the pool, and be yep. well rested for. I'm going to be all about that resort life. You know, it's not a bad choice. Well, your wife will appreciate that when she's sitting in a lawn chair at a baseball game, sweating her ass off. <laughs> well, certainly, unless she watches this podcast, she's probably not going to know about it. So. <laughs> so I got that going for me. Man, we're going to get we're going to get wide distribution here because <laughs> all of uh, all of Mikkel's wife's and all her friends are going to watch this podcast and be ready for it. How many wives does he have? (laughs) All her friends. It's going to be a team up. The whole baseball team is going to be watching. Our biggest distribution. Yeah, we should figure out a way to live stream it. (laughs) What, my massage or? Well. (laughs) Maybe we can get live from old Kinderhook. Ah, I looked into it at one time. I started to mess with it, and then I figured, you know, it seemed like a a lot of work. It would yeah. be pretty. It would really be pretty cool, except if we were live from Old Kinderhook. What eighteen of our twenty member uh, viewership would be right there on the deal. So. <laughs> yeah, well, they'll probably still be watching it from their room. <laughs> probably. So. I, I still think we need to get an intern. I, I'm 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 on with that. We can you use can an intern. Do the filming and and do all this work for you. There we go. That's a good idea. You know, I've got extra time. I'll, I'll volunteer. I got plenty of time. Are you kidding? I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Connor Hoffman is he's got the uh, that could be his end to the to the league. You got to pay your dues, right? There you go. You need to be walking yeah. around. Look, you, I know you're on the golf team and, and you're better than the rest of us, but you just need to walk around with a camera and, <laughs> and film us. <laughs> oh, he'd get a kick out of it. All, all up and, and up until like Joe hits one into the woods, then he you hear Mike going earmuffs, earmuffs. <laughs> Joe explodes into a, a curse. Of, <laughs> I'm done. Right. Uh, he's played I with enough of us. He's heard that before, probably. <laughs> he heard it several times while I walked in the door last night. Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, honey, not in front of the children. (laughs) Oh, boy. She pulls a, if they don't want to fucking hear it, they need to get out of the fucking room. (laughs) You you should have seen the look on her face when my whole excuse for being, oh, never mind, spoiler alert. I'll tell you this part of the story later. (laughs) Don't give away the the ending for the the championship there. Yeah. (laughs) Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Uh, but I, I am excited about it. I think this is this is always a great weekend. We have uh, – uh, do, do we have dinner reservations both nights? Yes. Yeah, Potts was going to call. So we've got 7 o'clock Friday night, and then he made 7 o'clock Saturday, but I don't think we – the emergency 9 doesn't tee off till 3. 
Right. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. So we're so we're gonna have to make some changes to that. But yeah, we because remember last year we had a little trouble with the dinner reservation. Yeah, finding a place to eat because they wouldn't let us back yeah. in the empty room. Yeah. So we actually have the Weisskopf room both nights. Yeah. But we got to do some time adjustment on Saturday. Right. And I might just make it. I mean, the second may just be an emergency nine. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll all be done after that. Yeah. But I, I am looking forward to, and I want to, I want to try to get on the, uh, I do want to try to get a Peoria Ridge on Sunday. I, I'm in for that. I'm thinking that'll be fun. If we could hit that. Have you guys played that course? I've never played it. Yeah. Joe, have you? Where is this one? In Miami. Oh, oh, huh, no. Didn't yeah, somebody the same... go through there last year? Uh, not on this trip, but uh, a couple of us went up and played it, uh, I don't know, one time last summer. Oh, okay. But it's the same, same guy that designed Bailey Ranch and Battle Creek. Uh, so it'll remind you of those, but there's a little bit of elevation change, a little bit better scenery, you know, not as many houses around it and stuff. So, um, yeah, if there's a group wanting to stop, I will definitely be in on that. I, I, I'm way about that if we can figure out uh... – uh old kinderhook let's figure out let's let's get some all right so it's about four hours there let's add a destination here peoria ridge oh apparently gotta change the order so it looks like uh, i can't what the heck dude i mean i think it's about an hour away from old kinderhook no from here it's coming okay yeah yeah, I think it's it's about four hours all the way, and it's probably an hour, hour and a half short. So if we yeah, get it's we, right, what is that exit? Whatever that Miami exit three three thirteen or whatever. Yeah, it's uh, right there at the Miami exit. Yeah. So I'm thinking if we could get there, eleven thirty. What time we got to leave there? Ten? No, that's an that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think you're doing that backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Last time I left like, to do some math for us here. Yeah, way early. You gotta leave by 7:30. No, 8 30. Eight, eight o'clock. Eight o'clock, 9, 10, 11. So it, you're gonna roll out of the car to the tea box. Yeah, yeah that's how I'm planning on rolling in to Kinderhook. I mean, you just played 36 holes that's minimum. A good plan. I like that. I think your whole team should do that. I think so. Probably, probably ought to hit an extra. I may, I may I leave I'll... like at two in the morning and stop and play eighteen before Friday morning. <laughs> That'd be smart. Even better idea. Smart. <laughs> so, He's playing chess, Hoffman, and we're playing checkers. That's it. <laughs> you kidding? I've got I've got guy, and the only thing I can say, the only advantage that the 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 you know the Cowboys have on this whole trip is the fact that we have a guy who is going to yep. ultra manage it. That's true. Yeah, I guarantee yeah. he is deep in it right now. Yeah, he's running the algorithms. He's he's going to have. We're all going to have scorecards of our scoring holes. So color coded. Yeah. <laughs> ah. All right, so I think we got that done. Real quick, I want to do a commercial break here. 
our unsanctioned commercial break, but this one's actually a good one. This is actually a legit one. This is for the uh, Colby Odd Golf Tournament, September 24th, 8 a.m. We're getting ready to set out our flyers. Um, we've got, um, we're going to have the sign-up set up. It's 80 bucks or 160 for a pair. You can, you can go either way. Maybe you come as a single and need a date. We can hook you up. Maybe you come as your own day. Maybe you got, maybe you got a pair, but it's a two man scramble, full scramble at, at South Lakes again. You guys excited for this? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. This, this will be my third, this will be my third year to play with Connor. So we, we have the best time together, you know, get to play a scramble and certainly a great cause. Another reason to get out with all you guys too. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I look, I'm looking forward to it. Connor started asking me back in May if I knew <laughs> when it was going to be. So. If I pay the 160, can I, can I be my own two man team? <laughs> I mean, it's for a good cause. It's, it's for, for a good, a good cause. cause. <laughs> Just, just gonna have a blow up dummy in his his sidecar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but but I will say it is a great cause. It's great uh, for service for Colby, and and I do have a couple stories. One's uh, because we just got back from this mission trip. It's the reason why I missed uh, the par three or not the par three. The the Battle Creek is because I was on mission trip while you guys were out there yucking it up and and drinking and playing golf and having fun. But there were there were a couple things happened. We had a senior who just, you know, going to TCC next year, doesn't have a lot of money, self-supported. He kind of came up. He's gone to it before and said, you know, I just don't have the money this year. And that even though they'd already given away the majority, they still have, you know, because we're funding this, they're able to say, no, we've got money for you. You can go. And, it, you know, it made a difference. It was the only senior boy that was able to go that went. And I mean, just a great kid, great heart, um, really excited about that. And then there was another kid who, uh, Daniel, Daniel is a sixth grader going into seventh grade. His dad um, actually was hurt with a um, IED. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Uh, hurt by an IED, had a, a trauma, head trauma, and moved away about a year ago. They're big family in our church and everything. Uh, he came, they had, they just moved back. He was talking with somebody else and said, hey, you know, can you go to mission trip? And, and that they said, no, it's like 500 bucks. And they're like, we just can't afford that. And as soon as, as soon as, um, you know, uh, the people that kind of run the fund, they said, they said he wants to go. No problem. We got money waiting for him. And that's why we do this. We do this so we can have the money there waiting, you know, for the kids who can't, the kids who needs help, you know, there's a, it really gets split out. There's a whole lot of, of half part scholarships to go out and a whole other, you know, we get the full scholarship to people who really can't afford it and need to go. So I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm very passionate about that, as you can tell. And we've got this great write-up I'm going to send out. So that's coming. Get ready to sign up. You know, we like so It's about 500 bucks a kid. Yeah. I think we should, like, I know the golf league, we're mostly all going to play in it. But at Kinderhook, let's pass the hat and everybody throw in 25 bucks. Yeah, I agree. Have a, uh, you know, and, and be able to pay for an additional kid to go yeah that'd be great it, because i will and, and here's the other part that you know is probably the lesser known part of this is um because we had this discussion came up in sunday school um um uh, carrie's in my sunday school 
it's his son and it's a memory of him. And he says the most important thing is that him and his wife really appreciate about this whole tournament is the fact that it reminds people of Colby, that they talk about him, that they could hear about him. And that means more than anything else to it. So, you know, another great reason to have it. Another great reason we get to have it. And um, yeah, I think everybody gets real excited about it. And it's, it is the, the chance for a lot of, you know, our, our big listening, our micro demographical audience to get to play with the legends, you know, <laughs> the closest oh, thing we have to a pro am. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Until we get this member guest deal fired up. Yeah. Not let that one die. <laughs> this is the member guest opportunity that everybody's looking for. So, um, no, really excited about that. That's our advertisement for the day. So we, uh, sign up, it's coming. I'll put it on the Instagram, getting emails out. So get ready to sign up and, and have some fun. All right. Let's roll. We're going to go back and roll through. When last we left, everybody, in the season, we had uh, Joe, you and you and, and Scholes were sitting up near the lead. You're sitting at the lead and playing into the par three. How, how was the par three? Give me, give me just a quick little synopsis of that. I wasn't there. Um, it's a complete crap course of a lot of wedges. I don't know. Hoffman, what'd you think? I wasn't there. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. State, well, let me tell state, you guys. State baseball. So this is all you. <laughs> so what was interesting, we went out, I, it was me. I want to say guy McCune, maybe Seacat and Schultz went out a couple of nights before and just, you know, just four buddies out there playing. We all played really well. And maybe it was Milburn. Um, I think it was Milburn. Uh, you know, no pressure. We all did really, really good. And then we show up for the league event and everybody's wound up as tight as they can be for some reason. And it's funny how, you know, if we all went out and played La Fortune tomorrow, I'm sure we would not feel that, you know, there's still some anxiety on the first tee of these things. Yeah. Uh, but Potts is the one who just, he was like steady Eddie all the way around that thing. And he got about a pop and a half on every hole, I think. Um. So anyway, I believe Potts ended up winning it, right? No, it was uh, Phillips. Oh, oh, okay. Well, Phillips played good too. There you go. Shot a gross sixty-one. <laughs> I mean, this... I was trying to look back. I, that's been so freaking long ago. Yeah. Oh yeah, Phillips and Potts came in second. So Potts was leading it for a while. Uh, Guy McKeon came in. Schultz beat me by one, so I think you got a point on me that weekend. But, I mean, you look at uh, Milburn just got crucified by his handicap. But, uh, you know, it's another pretty tight leaderboard. That, that's the one thing we saw this year was that gap from first to last on the leaderboard really narrowed up. Yeah, it's getting compressed. The handicaps are getting legit. For the most part, so so we go through there. Clearly, you neither you or Schultz really showed up. No, we barely got more than our show up point that week. I think. 
but you did save your handicap, so it didn't completely get obliterated. Uh, yeah, there's been some talk about next year with our uh, with our donation to the city courses yeah. that we made to Randy Heckenkemper. Yeah. Uh, that we need to play, you know, one or two city courses, put those in the rotation next year. We've talked about doing the par three, uh, the night thing, but make it just like a social thing maybe. So we don't, it, it's kind of an enigma how that affects handicaps. Nobody's exactly sure how that works on the ground. Right. But I, there's some traction of still doing it, but, you know, just making it like a mid-season break kind of thing where okay. we just go out and hang out and have some fun and instead of trying to kill each other every week. Yeah, take take the points out of it, take it out of the actual road to schedule and throw it out there as more of a, you know, maybe it's so a skins sure, event. Sure. I like I like that. That'd be a good idea. We got a lot of time to talk about it, but that was uh, that was the idea anyway. No, I like that because I usually don't get to play in that event. So if we can take the points out of that, that just gives me another option to get back in the game. (laughs) (laughs) Um. All right, but it looked. I mean, once again, this is one of the always the favorite events. You guys, a lot of drinking. Suppose it's late at night. The lights come up. How late did you guys play into the lights? No, it was it was still light when we started. Um, yeah. I, we probably played at least twelve holes while the sun was still up to some degree. So, okay, you know it was dark when we got done, but we played earlier than we did the year before. I think. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. So we played it twice t- last year, didn't we? I think you guys did. did. Oh yeah, we 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 did a reround. Yeah, that's yeah. why it was so late. <laughs> Bet your wife was thrilled about that one too. I'm sure. I'm sure she was. <laughs> <laughs> that's the infamous uh, night of the cart girl. It's it's <laughs> marital advice from Mikkel. <laughs> <laughs> Do as I say, not as I do. Oh, all right. So next, next, you guys hit into the uh, Battle Creek. That was uh, that's that's a uh, same as the um, oh Bailey Ranch designer. Is that that's a Hacken Kemper? I guess yeah. Did he do those? I know he did a bunch of them around town at that time. Jeez, oh, I should know this. I apologize. I almost almost didn't play this one. You almost didn't play the Bailey Ranch? I had played at the Patriot on Tuesday, and then I did that three-day thing at Southern Hills on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So this was my, what, fifth round in six days? It's like my schedule. Yeah. That's when I broke out the new sticks. I, uh, after that last round at Southern Hills, I played so bad with those forge clubs. <laughs> I took a hard right turn out of Southern Hills after about eight high noons and drove 80 miles an hour to Golf Galaxy and bought a new set of clubs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And I'll tell you, for people that say it's the Indian, not the arrow, those chumps don't have the right arrows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, what, okay, so you you, up, you brought up the, uh, sorry, Southern Hills. What What is the story there? How did you get a three-round week at Southern Hills? What did you do sure. to win that? They have a, a member guest tournament every year called Swingaroo. Okay. And, uh, uh a couple who's good friends with, with Terry and I for, you know, decades. Um, he was taking a guy from work, uh, with him. And like on Sunday, the guy tested positive for COVID. So (laughs) (laughs) I guess I was uh, somewhere on his list of people he called to see if they could clear their calendar for the end of the week. And, I made it happen. <laughs> and show up with a negative test. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that was quite an experience. Uh, so, man, you're saying it's one of Terry's friends. Row, it'll beat you down, though. Because <laughs> that was right after they just played the PGA. Uh, it was, yeah, a month after, probably. Yeah, so it was in similar yeah. conditions. Not not exact, but probably yeah. still hadn't changed too much. Had a lot of rough growing up um you know i i i will say that i think it it really hopefully changed my golf game for good though because we had a caddy with us all three days uh and it was a girl named sophie who is going to be a senior on the tu women's golf team okay and so i don't know what hole we were on maybe the third hole that first day and I'd hit one that it got into the rough about a foot you know and I mean it was buried and she said okay what are we going to do here and you know we were still maybe 200 out or something you know and uh, I said well I'm going to take this hybrid and just slash at it as violently as I can <laughs> try to hit it as far as I can down the fairway and she said yeah we, we could do that <laughs> or or what's your uh what's your favorite distance to hit from I said oh give me 120 shot I love them I'll hit them all day she said you could chip out to 120 and then play into the green. And I did that and made a one putt and saved a par. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was picking her brain the rest of the week. How would you play this? What do you see here? And uh, I told her, I said, you know, I, I've re- I realized I've played golf for 45 years, but I don't think I was ever like really playing the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, w- I was, you know. Like anytime I'd play a par five, I'd hit a driver and then I'd take, you know, whatever my next longest club was and try to hit it as far as I could. And the the last two rounds I've played, I don't think I've hit anything longer than a seven iron on my second shot on a par five. Hmm. And I'm just playing to that area where I like to hit from. And it's like, good God, how could I be so dense? (laughs) But it it works, man. So so you, now you're playing golf as opposed to playing flags. I guess I guess that's what it's called. It's still kind of new to me, but um, 
it makes a lot of sense. Like I had a lot of, uh, a lot of five woods off the tee boxes yesterday. Um, I, I noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to, you know, put it in the position I wanted to, or not trying to force anything, you know, and you're a pretty straight driver of the ball. Like if I was, if I was going to, if I was going to have somebody drive and make, if they had to hit the fairway for my life, you're probably going to make the list, you know? Yeah. Now you just, you just don't need to do it every time. Yeah. Now, if the ball has to get past like 225, now I'm going to worry about that. But if it's just hitting the fairway, you're my man. Now you actually started, you're getting some distance now. Yeah. I've started hitting that ping driver really well. Telling you, it's a whole different game. He's playing. He's playing chess, and we're playing checkers, Michael. Oh, absolutely. I, I don't even know what to do with him anymore. I'm <laughs> gonna write a pamphlet this summer, and I'll sell it to you guys at <laughs> <Fortune> next spring. <laughs> Golfing with the professor. That's right. Well, I'm hoping he shares something for the uh, OU contingent at Old Kinderhook. Yeah, I'm gonna give you guys a crash course. Oh, there you go. We're, we're, we're at, you got, you got uh, golfing with the professor. We've got uh, putting with the, but uh, putting with Gilligan on our side. That's- <laughs> <laughs> You've got Guy McCune who will have eight laptops synced together while he's up there <laughs> in his little control room. Oh. Figuring out who plays better at different degrees of humidity and. Ah, but. Well, looking at this Battle Creek, you actually came in with the win. I did with the new irons. It's the new irons. So you, you, what did you go with here? I'm completely getting off there, but I, I saw it with these irons. Strixon ZX4. And they are, they are the, they are the arrows for your Indian, huh? They seem to be. Because I, so I shot a 78 at Battle Creek which is 21 strokes better than I shot the day before. I threw up a 99 my last round at Southern Hills. <laughs> well, those courses are a little different. I, yeah, I yeah, they are. Yeah. They are. But you played well at Battle Creek. I, I started – I'm the best start I've had in a long time. I was one over through 11 holes. and I, So I was telling all the guys, I just knew I was in first place. I just knew it. Look at <laughs> Joe Gilbert, one over through 11 holes. And Schultz was right there the whole time, too. Was he? Yeah. Well, and I was playing with Potts. Potts was in my group. I think Potts and Fuller were in my group. Um, and, and they finished second and third. Yeah, but you guys were throwing – Hoffman had, had a good first front nine. And then he hit the back nine, which the back nine is the, the redesign. It is a Bland Pittman. Sorry. Okay. Pecky Kipper did Forest Ridge and I believe. We want to get we want to give Bland his, his dues. Don't want to don't want to cut him off there. Uh, but that's impressive. Go out there and throw throw one over on that front nine. Oh, I thought I was uh, running away with it. Yeah, were we? I guess we were tied at the turn, weren't we, Hoffman? We were, yeah. Yeah. 
And then I ended up with a freaking eight on a hole on the back nine. <laughs> so that's that is 14, which is yeah, a little short par four that goes back to the north. Um <laughs> I, I lost a ball. I, I mean, we saw exactly where it went into the tall grass, and we looked over to the right. Now I was on the left side. Oh, oh so it's in between the two fairways. It, it was just no. Uh, this is the one with all the gunch, you know, right on the left side of the fairway. The one where you tee oh, off. Oh, after the part five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so this it's OB over there. Well, but I hit it just right up there by that bunker. Okay. On the left side in the grass, we just couldn't find it. Just right next to those white stakes. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I had some red ass. Well, I mean, we were on the fairway side of the cart path, but okay. Um, but I had a seventy-eight with an eight on the cart. That's impressive. Yeah. I'm telling you, you're peaking at the right you're, time. You had you kind of had well. a a a vision. I mean, was winning the patch, winning winning the championship of this year, was that on your vision board? You know, not really. I just wanted to – I just wanted to get where I could stay out of my own way, you know, because yeah. you have some of those rounds where just freaking nothing goes right, you know, and you keep making mistake after mistake. That was kind of my goal this year was to figure out how to get around a golf course without – you know, uh, what's the word? I'm, you know, uh, shit. Doing something bad to myself. I can't yeah. think of the word right now. Sabotaging myself. There you go. So, Mikel, what happened to you in the back nine of, of Battle Creek? Uh, I'm going to bet beer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't really remember. Um, yeah, just kind of started leaking oil. And uh, I don't remember what I even shot, but, I mean, it's respectable, but it wasn't yeah. 78, I can tell you that. I mean, you went you went 30, 37, 45. That's what uh, – ooh, yeah, okay. Wheels did come off then. Yeah. You got a little – got a little. you actually got sideways on that uh, that that first short par four. Yeah, I, I hit a pretty good drive and was, I don't know, 30 yards off the green and – it took me uh, three strokes to get to the green from there. So, <laughs> been there. I would usually that. do it. Yeah, and then you know the next that next par five, actually both par fives on the back nine of that course just whipped my butt. But that next par five, you can't hit or I can't hit a driver or I go in the water. Right. Uh, but then your next layup, you're worrying about the next deal of water. It's kind of it's almost like a seven iron, seven iron, seven iron par five, and I'm not smart enough to do that. So, um, I don't know. It just once it got going sideways, it got sideways quick. But uh, another tournament where the top nine people were only six strokes apart. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty it. I mean I, what you're seeing is people are winning tournaments if they can get one or two net yeah. under par. Mm-hmm. See, and last year, I think I do remember, you know, five and six uh, shot swings between the, the top of the leaderboard and the next yeah. few guys. So it, they're, they're competitive. You know, it, it certainly, uh, you know, especially when you've got a, 
you know, handicap that's, you know, kind of down there in the low double digits, you, you don't have much room for error. Because uh, you got guys coming up and everybody's handicaps are falling. I, I bet we could look back at the beginning of this season. Uh, I bet everybody's handicaps lower than it was. Everybody's playing good golf right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So with that, we get into the last tournament. We're playing playing La Fortune again. And Joe, you've got a sizable lead. You got it, you got about a five, six point lead going into the last tournament. Six points. Six points. But Schultz has got he's got a he's got a he's got his eyes on you. Yeah. And we're in the same group. Well with you. Yeah, I was in the group with you. I, I had the nice third place. I couldn't I, the, and this is where I ran into my problem. I, I told this to you is I was in safely in third place. I couldn't move up and I couldn't move back. You know, had a big gap you, around. You had zero to play for. Had zero. So I had no juice in the game. Yep. And I've, I've figured out I might be Phil Mickelson. When there is zero juice in the game, <laughs> yeah. I cannot care. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> I mean, I think at one point I, I putted with my seven iron because I just didn't want to walk over and go get it from the car. Purcell cracked a beverage on the first tee box. I don't yeah. think oh, I've ever seen him do that. Well, I saw him. We were we were a couple holes ahead. You guys were on par five. Is it number 14 or 15? I can't remember. And uh, Sean, you'd hit your ball to the left up there. And I saw you over there looking, and you finally – I heard you holler, just, ah, give me a ball, I'm going to drop it. I'm like, well, see, so not going to look anymore, but I, you know, you, your uh, give-a-shit factor must have been pretty low at that point. Yeah. I still parred that hole even with the drop shot. Did you really? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> no, it it was pretty low. So so, but I I was watching it unfold, and I think the other part was is a Joe was just playing the most boring round of golf I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, you I know? love that kind of boring golf. Just just sitting around there waiting. You know, he's having a good time with guy guys all over the place, and Joe's just driving him around, talking him up. And so uh, you look down, and Joe, you were you were two over after the front nine. After well, after after the first three holes, I was three over, and Schultz was one under. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought, oh shit! Oh, here we go. <laughs> so how it but, stayed? Yeah. I don't know what happened. I just kind of got in the zone, I guess. Um, after after that second hole, that was really my only bad hole. Yeah. I, I had to hit the the standing backwards, you know, holding a wedge straight down by my foot to chip out from behind that tree. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but really, that was – I only remember hitting two really bad shots. That was one of them, and then I chunked one somewhere else. But – um. Yeah, I don't know. You played a great round. You came in at uh, three over 75. Yeah, that is my low round ever. So you played the last last 15 holes even par. Yep. That's pretty impressive. You know, and, and what I would say, what a champion should do. You know? Close it out, yeah. Just, I mean, just basically fifth hole though. There, I mean, I think Schultz and I were both feeling the nerves. <laughs> uh, 
Schultz, yeah, I don't think he, I don't think he had a beer until like the twelfth hole. Yeah, he he was trying to keep it real, and I don't think it. Yeah. He wanted to ride by himself. He didn't even want anybody else in his cart. Yeah. Yeah, he did get a cart by himself. <laughs> yeah. He called that too. As soon as we saw we were in a fivesome, I got a text. I'm riding solo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I was ready to. I was ready to. You know. Mikhail, you know I'm a great caddy. Oh yeah, I can talk you through a shot. So apparently, I'm riding with McCune, and he's caddying for me. And then he's standing on the tee box telling Schultz, "You're gonna have to get in his head." <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> it's like you bastard. <laughs> Oh, so congratulations, Joe, on the season victory. Impressive victory. I mean, now you really are going to have to wear the radioactive jacket. I guess so. <laughs> well, so, was that, so, Joe, this is your first year to win? Yep. So, Sean, Carriod, Charlie, and now Joe. Is that right? With the four champions? That's him. Yeah. Oh, one day, guys. One day I'll get it. Look, I looked at it, and you just got to win more golf tournaments, apparently. Well, I got to play more golf tournaments, as it turns out. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. But I tell you, that one's fun, you know. Schultz and I were nipping at each other's heels the whole season. All year, yeah. And uh, we were both great sports about it. Other than hitting into him at Forest Ridge. But uh, that that was fun. I mean, you know, and Chuck stuck us. I mean, we probably played together in half the tournaments, I would guess. Um, but anyway, that I, I enjoyed it. That was a fun competition with him. Yeah. It, it, it was fun to watch. It really was. You got, you like the, I've never, I didn't think he could actually hold on that much. Yeah. He, he was very steady. I mean, the whole year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right there in that kind of 88 to 90 range. He was like, I think, did he, did he win two tournaments? Yes. But, but it was absolutely in the top three, four, all. The yeah. Rest of the that was his deal. He was picking up the second place points every week. Yeah. It seemed like two if he didn't win. Yeah. Yeah, he just stayed up there. You know what I did notice today, though, like you said, Hoffman, Schultz and I were the only two that played all 14 events. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there there is something to be said for that. But um, you guys had so many points. If, if you hadn't, I don't think that would have made, made – I don't... No, but in our race, it, it might have flipped it. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah, if you would have missed one of those that you won – yeah, I think it it would be hard to win it if you miss more than one tournament. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got you got to you got to build in some some things. When I thought I had a chance earlier in the season, then I went up and threw a couple of one one point sh showings, and that kind of match put me down. Yeah, those will take you out of it pretty quick. Yeah. So once again, I need the juice. Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> 
got to tell you, I was happy when I got up this morning, but I was also kind of sad because we don't like there wasn't next week's tournament to start thinking yeah. about. Yeah. Well, well, now it's practice time. Yeah, well, got to get got to get some practice in some rounds in before between now and the. Uh, the uh, old Kinderhook. They'll work on getting the handicap a little higher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. And as if you look at the one good thing about uh, the grin is you can go back and see how your handicap's kind of done over the year. Mm-hmm. You know, I was looking at my scores and my handicap and you can see it for all four years. And yeah. I mean, they're basically just flat lines. I mean, they've got a little, a little float in them, but right. I mean, I think my handicap, when we started was 11.6 and now it's 10.9. And I think it got up to a 14 and got down to a nine, six. So, you know, really pretty tight, but I bet, I bet we've got a lot of people who's, you know, theirs falls off to the right quite a bit. Oh yeah. Because we've got some guys that are really dialed it in. Mm-hmm. And I mean, here's here's what I'll put. And I like so you guys, you guys are two of the better handicaps, and, and I'm rolling a little bit behind you. But I would say that like it's a rarity for me to throw up a score that's got like a hundred in it now. Mm-hmm. You know, if I've got if I've got a low 90, that's kind of a bad round. And I would say when this but, thing started. Yeah, but I, I think what we what we were talking about and, and to that point. I bet everybody's top level is is five or six shots lower than what it used to be. Um, you know, you're just seeing lower uh, overall scores every week. And, uh, you know, even the guys with the real high – well, you know, uh, Fuller, you know, he just keeps – play. you know, his handicap's going to drop like a rock. Um, yeah, I'm going to talk to Guy because for some reason if he plays with me – I think I must make him nervous or something. <laughs> He's like, he tells me about halfway through that round. Every time I play with you, I just play like crap. Yeah. Like, oh. Too busy on the charcuterie board. And... Yeah. <laughs> you know, one thing we're going to have to figure out next year we haven't talked about is to make sure everybody's either using World Handicap System or this GHAP thing. Are they different? Yeah, yeah, my handicap is different on the two. I'm a 10-3 on World Handicap System and a uh, 9-8 on the GHAP. Hmm. Huh, I, I didn't even know that. I just... I don't know. We And, and I think, I mean, because next year, next year you're going to have to pay yourself... Uh, pay the USGA on that... GHIN app to do your handicap. It's not going to be handled through the grant anymore. No, they had that thing where the USGA is not letting, uh, is not letting, I guess, non traditional. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Looks like, okay. I got a message. My internet connection is bad. Um, so now, you know, we pay for the grant and the grant pays USGA to keep our handicap. 
and they've changed that rule somehow. The grant sent out some information about it. I think Chuck's read about it more than any of us probably. So we'll get him on next time to explain it to us. Huh. So if you go to stats and then go to your handicap index. Yeah. And it's got that little pull down menu under the green circle. Mine doesn't have a pull down menu. What does yours say? WHS? Uh, hold on. Yeah, uh, mine says, I don't know, just shows the, you can't read it. I've got, sh I, when I go to the handicap card, I said, show my gap card and show my handicap. Oh, no. Go to, go to stats. Okay. And it is the first page of that your handicap index yeah. page? Yeah. Okay, and it doesn't, I don't know, mine has a pull-down menu. Oh, see, mine doesn't have that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's just something we're going to have to watch out for to get everybody on the same page for next year. Yeah, that would be a bummer if we had to go to a different system. Yeah, I'm still turning all mine in. For the to have the official ghin um but the grant will do this ghap thing for free um and you can like if we all do it we could use it on the leaderboards for our tournaments so right. we're all you know on the same basis so anyway something to look at yeah we'll have to do something like that because i don't know oh ghap i think i just did something I think I just activated. Okay. So is your GHAP lower than your... <laughs> it is. I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I have... it. I think it said it came free with my thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the one the grant will do for you. And, okay. and it may be... It may be the grant has to charge us additional money. To, to do your GHIN, it's like $20 a year or something. But I'm I'm doing mine through Meadowbrook as well. I was just going to turn in my stuff out there, I guess. Okay. Well, we'll definitely have to figure that out because that'll be a, that'll be the next thing. We can barely get people to get their scores in this machine. I can't. Yeah, we can't have them going multiple. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Did you guys have your optional training on the, uh, the, the group me? <laughs> I must have missed it. I mean, how 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 bad are the people in our league that they can't understand how to how to go into group me and and uh, you know say they want to be it's, at something? All the uh, baseball and basketball moms I deal with all figured it out on their own. So yeah, figured our guys could, but who knows? Well, so I can I can go find the events and I can see who's responded and who hasn't. It would be nice if they could uh, – well, I, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. Chuck sends out his screenshot for the pairings. The, the anyway, night before. So. I, I mean, I've sent something to the grant. I think that's, they should have that inside their platform. Oh, absolutely. You know? We've also discussed do we want to have a pairings chairman <laughs> for next year? I mean, okay. Okay, Chuck, Chuck is trying everything he can not to be the commissioner. 
He's trying uh, to get impeached. Pots would have those things rolled out in no time. Um, and Chuck was saying it, it's just hard to keep track, you know, and try to make sure we have a good mixture yeah. all throughout the year. It seems like Guy McCune could build a spreadsheet that would do that for us. Yeah. Um, so kind of rank it based on who you've played with before and yeah, something like that. And I even thought, you know, what if we had like, you know, four columns that were pools, you know, kind of like they're talking like they're going to have to do in the SEC or something right. with the pods. Seems like you could figure out some way to mix it up that way. Yeah, where you always played with the, you know. Or I also think on the podcast, it would be fun. We need to go to YouTube next year, but to get one of those bingo hoppers. Yeah. And put everybody's name on a <laughs> ping pong ball and just pull them out. And Next on the number one way. team, <laughs> we're gonna have we're gonna live stream the uh, the pairings. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be that'll be the big mix. You know, hey, I I think we could do it. I do like you know Pot started that started it before. You know, he did it this way. Probably put you know a lot more thought into it. But Charlie does a pretty good job too. But I do like mixing it up to where we don't play with the same guy over and over, you know, especially, you know, when I started in the league, it's nice to get to know everybody and give us a chance to, you know, we've got a good group of guys. So it's, it's, it is nice to get to play with different guys every, every week and uh, not just fall in a rut of, okay, you know, Purcell, let's go again. And, right. And uh, same guys jump in the cart every time. So. Like I think I've played with carry odd once in the last two seasons and, I mean, just in the last couple of weeks, I've, I've played with Fuller three times. I've played with Schultz a bunch this year. Um, and and I, I know I'm not bitching. I know it's hard to keep track of all that. But it uh, seems like we could have some sort of – there's probably a program out there, like a bracket yeah. maker or something you could get. Well, I think, I think part of it was he was trying to get you guys because you were competing against each other. Right. Yeah, right so that, yeah. that kind of lifted some of it. But, yeah. I mean, and, and well, the other thing is that somehow the tea times broken record here have scooted up, up, up. And so like, I'm usually saying like, I have to be in the last tea time just because I may be coming in hot. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, when we're starting at 1230, it gets a little bit tight. So uh, yeah. got, for me to get 11 hours in, we got to start early. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and i think that came from like the because during covid they, they were hitting the emergency nine about every week and i don't know that's really been a thing that much this year i did i, I think come, i played one emergency nine out at south lakes early in the year and that was it yeah i tried to get one going saturday and couldn't get anybody i ended up having to go to a bar and drink instead of playing golf <laughs> but Okay, so so you talked about one thing is is you did talk about bringing in city courses. Now, Mikkel, you've hit the um, you've hit Meadow or Mohawk several times. Yeah, Connor and I've played out there a couple of times. Uh, you know, it is what it is. It uh, I think it's a little better than it had been, but yeah, you know, they're never going to be. I just I love Mohawk. That's where my dad took me when I was a kid. So I like taking Connor out there. Uh, I like the way it lays out. I like, you know, you know, all the trees and stuff that I like that course more probably sentimental, but 
I think it's playable. I don't yeah. think it's something that, yeah. I mean, you just have to understand you're going to maybe get a bear line in the middle of a fairway. You're going to, um, but I, I would, I would vote to put them back on the schedule. Right. I, I think legitimately we should, we should put, I think we need to put one of the pages on and Meadow Mohawk back on the schedule. Mohawk. No, it's got to be Woodbine. You can't play that Pecan Valley. Right. Uh, you know, that's the one they chopped up. Was it a par 68? Yeah. Something like that uh, to make room for that driving range. So, but I, no, I, I would vote to have them. And, and yeah, like I said, you know, we played that course in Cushing. Uh, it's not in any better shape than, than I think uh, Mohawk. Maybe Paige Belcher would be a little bit. Right. And then I would, I would even push for, I think that we, somebody made the suggestion. I think we need to move the last tournament of the year to a major. Oh, more points good. on the line. Yeah. You know, kick kick uh, LaFortune out of the last spot and maybe put Meadowbrook as the last spot. Yeah. You know? as, as a third major? As a third major. Oh, now we are big time. Yeah, I know some of you guys want to get rid of Forest Ridge as a major, but I think it's a great course that we should play a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> Why would they – well, I, yeah, I wouldn't get rid of that as a major. I would just add another. So, it, and, then, and then the next year we'll add Carson Creek as another major. Oh, that would be, I'd be all in about that. You know, I do have, I've got at some point, I've got a Monday through Thursday round at Forest Ridge. If somebody, if you guys want to get together and play. Well, let me go check Where's with my wife. <laughs> when is it? Uh, Monday through Thursday. It's a free round. It was part of oh. the. It was somehow I I got somebody else's winnings from last year's Carry Odd, Colby Odd tournament. Oh okay. So and we uh, so need need to get some people together to play that one of these times. I need to actually do about a month worth of work now that golf is <laughs> <Yeah>. over. <laughs> got some got some emails I got to catch up on. <laughs> yeah. well all right well with that you guys have anything else you want to you want to jump in here talk about before we close this thing up we are gonna we are going to uh, i think i think we're looking at modifying the the format we're going to try to go to once a month keep it going throughout the off season so we're gonna get a lot more conversation about kind of what's going on what we're doing to keep our game in shape what things we're going to try to work on you know, golf, we're getting to play at other places and just any old thing we can talk about. We're going to try to do that kind of stuff a little bit more. We're going to get more people in the cycle for this thing because Joe and I just can't carry it every time. I mean, we're great conversationalists, but we need more guys like Mikel and and Johnson, who said he will 100% be here every time. But where is he at? Except, tonight. Except for today. <laughs> Except for today. <laughs> <laughs> so... Getting a little bit more variety. We'll try to keep something going through the, the thing. I hope I have you guys' support on that. I think it'll be a good time. See if we can't talk about doing some, some more unique, unique things. I do have one thing I wanted to try. I'd love to get a little uh, four-man, three-hole kind of um, – I talked to you, Joe, about this um, – kind of a, a sandy horse race in that it would be basically oh, – yeah. It's a three-hole horse race for four guys. We'd film it, get, um, you know, highest score or last man in the hole is out, and you just drop a guy every hole. 
could do that. Yeah, I've played those before. Those are fun. Yeah. I think that'd be a fun little, fun little, I mean, I think that's a fun way. And I think if we get that, it's not too hard to film that. We can get it on some video a little bit there and get to meet some of the guys and get some of the kind of, kind of action going, you know, we can go to some little, you know, we could go to any place and do that. So those are some of the off season stuff. I'd love to kind of get in place and see what we can do. Yeah. I, I would. Oh, we got to keep it fresh. Yeah. I mean, Look, we need to get Mikel on the moneymaker. We got to get his face on the on the screen. We got to get because that's where the ladies are coming in. He's our ticket to stardom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he he is our uh, oh, uh, what's the girl that uh, page page sporadic? Mikel is our page sporadic sporadic. If we want to set something up, where you know she and I could do a little podcast, I'd, I'd probably work out. <laughs> You want to go jump on that podcast? I like, I like the hell out of what that idea could bring. Yeah. <laughs> Your wife would be a big fan of that. Yeah, Sure she would. Here, here's what I love now, because, you know, like she's on the Instagram and she comes up, so she does like her pics and stuff for the PGA. She does mm. them all from her bedroom. I'm just wondering if that's like a suggestive thing she's throwing out there. Or... She knows yeah. her audiences. Bunch <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Under six, 40 and 50 year old men. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, Joe, you got a joke of the day for us. Oh, let me think. Uh, geez, you put me on the spot. I know. All right, I'll, get, I'll give you a second yeah. there. So, Mikkel, uh, here's one thing I want to talk about. You'll give you a second to think about it, Mikkel. Um, what is going on with your son, Connor? He is, he is 13 years old. 13, yeah, be 14 in, in October. Uh, okay. And he's playing and, on the uh, – He Last year, yeah, he's on the junior high golf team at Owasso. Uh, so he'll try out for the eighth grade, uh, I guess, in October. And uh, so I've been trying to get him out. And uh, it, I'll tell you, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, I told him the other day we were playing at La Fortune. And we were talking about, obviously, St. Francis across the street where he was born and everything. And I told him, you know, I was excited – have a kid and get to you know watch him grow up watch him play sports but it's it's pretty cool to have a you know have another another little buddy to run around with now he he's loving to play golf and uh he's he's starting to kind of put it together a little bit you know we've got him shooting in the mid to low 90s and uh so we got to take it to the next level so uh, i really appreciate you all you guys you know play with him and you know that makes him feel pretty special too um you know, getting to go hang out with the big guys and everything. So, um, anyway, yeah, it's a lot of fun and fun to watch him, watch him do it. You know, we've done all the sports. He's still tinkering with a few, but, uh, you know, obviously golf's going to be something, you know, when he's our age, he'll still be, you know, in the lab and buying new clubs after rounds at Southern Hills. Oh. Uh, you know, you name it. It, it, it. And it is huge. Like, I was uh... – a um guy went on one of the kids who goes on lives in my neighborhood he plays for broken arrows golf team mm -hmm. and he's now going to be a senior this year and he was he was like fifth bag shooting you know 80s 80s you know low yeah. 80s and everything like that um got kind of had a blow up at the uh, state championship but then came after that reassess and he shot like he shot like five rounds at you know three and three over or more or less yeah, yeah, you know, just kind of turning you know, it on. 
there, there's nothing like being out there on the course and getting, you know, Connor improved a lot. Just, you know, he made the uh, seventh grade team just kind of on a whim. He, he called me at work, asked if he could go try out. So I went, you know, took his clubs to him and he, he made it. But once he did that, he got to go to the course every day after school. And there's nothing like it, you know, just being out there and around it and, um, you know, learning, you know, he, he'll, uh, when I pick him up every day, he'll say, Hey, I, I tried this. I tried this grip. I tried to, you know, you just tinkering with stuff and, and it's working out. So, um, there's nothing like practice, but, uh, yeah, ho- hopefully he's got some high school golf in him. He's got a long way to go, but, um, it's a lot of fun. You know, we're having fun with it. So does he need like some said, quality the, YouTube instruction? You know, that's oh, no, my he's already on that. He, uh, <laughs> we were playing the other night and he, and he did something. He goes, dad, I saw that on, on YouTube the other day. I said, please don't. <laughs> don't <do> <laughs> I think it was a new putter grip he was working on. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what it was, but, uh, no, he's already bought in on the YouTube, uh, golf instruction, but, uh, I think he's got, uh, Paige Sparanak, uh, got her page saved. Saved as a favorite, so mm-hmm. <laughs> smart choice. Smart, smart choice. choice. So I, I'm excited to watch his career. I think it's going to be exciting to watch him as he as he continues to play. Because it, it, when I, when we played together, I played with him. He's got a really good, sweet swing. You know, it's just young, and he's got to develop yep. a little bit more. But I think he's definitely got all the skills and the hand eye coordination to do it. Yeah, I th- I think so too. You know, he uh, just moved up. You know, finally this summer we've moved him out of. Still had kind of a junior set, but we got some some of my dad's old clubs. We cut down a little bit, and so he's actually got you know real golf clubs now, and he's he's hitting the ball pretty far. You know, he's he's about two two ten two twenty off the tee now. He played and, uh, the green tees with us the other day, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's yeah. already backed up. You know, his age group would actually be the yellow tees, the ones in front of us. But uh, you know, he went ahead and backed up and played with us, and didn't really. I think he shot a ninety five uh, the yeah. other day from the green tees and uh, now you know the story about jack nicholas and his kids right no he made them start at the forward tees and he wouldn't let them move back until they could shoot par from the forward tees no that's great and and chuck and i tried that it chuck me and chuck and warren i think went out to south lakes and played from the very front tees Mm -hmm. um just to see what kind of difference it made and we shot like 15 shots lower than our, <laughs> you know, our normal round from the next set yeah. back. So, yeah, it really does. I mean, it, you should get him to not be in too big of a hurry to, to move back. Yeah. I probably moved him back too quick, but I did that when he was little, we'd go to the course and I would let him tee a ball up at a hundred yards out. Right. And you know, yeah. when, when he got to where he could do that a little bit, then we went to one fifty. And then he started playing the women's tees or the red tees. I got, excuse me, not forward. Correct there. The forward tees. Um, to where he could kind of compete from there. And, you know, he's back, like I said, he's back playing with us now. So, um, well, look, I, you know what? I'm, I'm also seeing an opportunity here. See, because I think he would play really good with a pair of uh, Titleist AP2s. Oh, yeah. Maybe take him <laughs> to the professor, get a little modification, a little fitting. Yeah. And, and I'm seeing an opportunity for you. Upgrade. <laughs> Mama will love that. Yep, yep. Oh, absolutely. I'll let her know. Uh, you just did it for your son. I mean, yeah. What a didn't want beautiful to. gesture. <laughs> yeah, 
I, I just I think I need to just keep a low profile <laughs> a little bit here. You're probably right. What, okay, Joe, you've got to start getting on some fitting. I think that's your next thing. You need to start checking into that, get the tape and everything to be able to do some some club fitting. Okay. Yeah. Oh, um, I've got the uh, Golf Works catalog, and they have like the whole starter kit where you can buy all the vices and bending tools and stuff. Yeah. Oh, let's do it. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I'll. I'll start out learning on yours, Purcell. That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> they were cheap. I, I do have a uh, kind of a professory joke this week. All right. Uh, Hit us with it. Th- this was a recent tweet. Dear NASA, your mom thought I was big enough. Sign Pluto. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that we will we will leave you with that one on the high note uh you know follow us on whatever you're going to follow us on and keep listening and we will see you next time we are out of here